You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics. And now, over to your hosts. Well, hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. My name is Rusty and uh, sitting next to me is Dutchie. How are you tonight, Dutchie? I am excellent. Fantastic. Any, any other adjectives? Oh, um, no, I was never really good with what an adjective was, so yeah. <laughs> no? I know what um, a noun is. Sounds okay. like a name. <laughs> yeah, um, Tops. Yep. Tops. That's right. Good, good. Well, we, uh, we're also joined by perhaps uh, 48 of the best PRS shooters in the country are sitting in front of us. But they're busy chatting, chatting away, doing their thing. So that's why they have us too. That's all right. Now, now Dave, no one's going to hear you because your microphones are turned off at the moment because we thought we'd introduce you first before we threw you straight into the mix. Yeah, fair enough. So joining us now. They're not going to hear you. There's no. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't you ever done this before? Dave Acker. How are you doing? I'm back again. I believe this is my third time on the show. Third time. Third time. That's a hat trick, boy. I lose. I lose track because we're on the uh, the other podcast together uh, quite often. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we um, we. Oh look, look out! Nick from Ignition Customs is trying to get his fingers straight and can't do that. (laughs) He's uh, he's crooked. But we are at the PRS uh, finale, and we are live on Facebook. Hello, Facebook. How are you guys going? And we'll just drop that back down. So, Dave, uh, you are from Team Burris. You're also running or involved with the Eagle Park Precision Rifle Club. How's no, things sir. going there? They are going absolutely fantastic. That's um, what we want to hear. Yeah. If you're yeah. in Melbourne, Victoria, you want to get into the PRS, uh, find us on Facebook. And I think we have a website now, too, actually. Someone, my coworker's working on that, so I don't have the exact ah. details, but I think <laughs> it's under... Uh, yeah, you'd have to ask him. Check us out oh, on Facebook, Eagle look. Park Precision Rifle Club. <laughs> Heard it here first, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's we just dropped bombshells. Yeah. bombshells. I, I'm, I'm mainly designing the courses of fire at the moment, not doing the internet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, also joining us down the end there, all the long way down there, Mr. Ben Jarrett from the Long Gun Project. How are you, mate? I'm good, Rusty. How are you, mate? Good. And also... Uh, are you are you team Wedgetail or are you just sponsored by Wedgetail? What's the deal there? I, I am sponsored by Wedgetail. Um, we do have a couple of guys sponsored, so myself and Craig Stratford oh, yes. are sponsored. Uh, so technically, I suppose it would make us a team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we are, I guess we are team Wedgetail. Team Wedgie, Wedgetail. Yeah, yeah, team Wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of big wedgies just roaming the range. Is that part of the bonding process? <laughs> you can't be in Wedgie until you've had the Wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh, much. I mean, it's a it's a rough initiation, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's that's pretty tame, actually. That's <laughs> how you prove the commitment to the team, man. It's is it uplifting? <laughs> Very <laughs> good. good, most uplifting. You're funny, Rusty. <laughs> so uh, we've just had day one at the 2019 Vortex Precision Rifle Series finale here in Australia. Yes. Um, do we talk about it or not, gentlemen? Well. I'm guessing we're here to talk about it. So yeah, I guess oh, yeah, we probably it. should talk about it. There's a lot of catharsis. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, that we this can... is going to be a very long podcast, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Have you heard our podcast before? We talk about not much for a long time. I have. You guys keep me company on some long, long drives. <laughs> I'm glad we can do something useful from time to time. Excellent. Well, how did day one go for you guys? Do you want to go first? You want to? Oh, no, you, okay. you, you go. All right, so day one, um, very strong start. I was very impressed with my first stage. Uh, the practice I've done, the hours I put in, it clearly paid off. 
And then uh, remembered, wow, these targets are small, and I've never really shot in this amount of switchy everywhere wind that you guys have over here at Monado. Yeah. Um, so basically, I spent uh, the rest of day one developing my new uh, training plan, <laughs> which involves a lot of shooting in very windy conditions. <laughs> nice, <Yeah>. right? Nice. <laughs> But uh, overall, fantastic day. As you can see, I got a lot of sun. Yes, Hopefully you this did. turns into a nice tan. No, uh, you not want you from Canada. <laughs> There's not enough eyes. Probably to get a tan, man. Peel it off <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, it'll probably peel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Australian sun sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, nah, good fun day, good course of fire, nice and challenging. I think it was still something at the end of the day, as long as you were switched on and were paying attention really on your A game, you would have had a good crack at it. So how did you go? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh, I was paying attention to everything I practiced. However, you can have the best, most solid position in the world. But that's not going to matter if the wind blows your bullet off target. <laughs> and you're not compensating for it. Nice, mate. And yeah. Ben, what about you? Wrap up from you on day one. Um, look, overall, for me... I'd have to say it was a reasonably mediocre day. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I can't really... Well, I didn't know we could use words like that. I thought we had to still pump up the sport. No, no, I'm pumping up the sport. I'm not just pumping up my performance. Um, so, yeah, the sport itself is doing great. My performance, yeah, it's it's not a beacon to follow. Um no, Peaks and Troughs. I had uh, had a couple of good stages, but... <laughs> Wasn't that one of the stage names? <laughs> peaks and Troughs. Look, it could... Definitely one for the future. Yeah, yep. yeah, you bet. I just really want to design that stage, though, if if, <laughs> if, if you can manage it. Oh, so, very good. But um, no, I think I think I did okay. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely suffered as a result of a lot of time that I I missed out practicing. So yeah, very good. Now Dutchie is looking at getting into PRS and is uh, is interested in the sport and has come from a long hunting background. We used to hunt together a lot. Oh yeah. He has a couple of questions for you, gentlemen. That he's awesome. curious about. Fire away. I do. Um, it's a two-part question. The first part is, do you run a specific rifle for the PRS? Or do, you, do is it a dual purpose? Would you would you take your PRS rifle out hunting? I I don't. I I have I have hunting rifles that I I have a thing with hunting scopes. And my thing for hunting scopes is second focal plane. Um most of my hunting is done at 300 meters or under, and I can generally guess bullet drop. And that I was going stuff. to ask why. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but but, but having something that doesn't have a side parallax, any kind of parallax adjustment on a hunting scope means you can, for me, get shots off a lot quicker. If you are running first focal plane, it's got parallax adjustment. To me, that is not a hunting scope. Now you could probably take the same rifle and have two scopes for it if you wanted to, but yeah, I just. Have a 308 because I just run factory ammo in it. Second focal plane scope, it's great. And then, yeah, I've just got the PRS rifle for PRS stuff. So I, I personally don't have a, a dual purpose rifle. That is a great answer. I didn't even think about the scope when I was coming up with that question. I was like, focus on the <laughs> rifle. And then he's like, yeah, but then I have a different scope. And yeah, that's. I, 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 I did I take. Can, I, that I, is a very good point. You've I made d- a very good point that I, I hadn't did, even considered. Yeah, I did take a, uh, a, a rifle hunting once that had a parallax adjustment on it. And, and, and immediately upon seeing this giant pig, missed it. 
<laughs> and, it, and, it, and it ran off. And I, and I went, yep. I couldn't see the crosshairs at all in that. So, um, yeah, parallax adjustment on hunting scope, no can do. <laughs> so, yeah, lessons. Yeah. Good. What about you, Dave? See, it's a bit of a hard one for me. I can understand where Ben's coming from now because um, my hunting background's a bit different. Uh, Canada, hunting in tree stands, that sort of thing. So you might be taking a bit of a long, well, not necessarily long distance. I guess still maybe 300 might be kind of the sharper end of it. Um down here though no i'd probably have separate ones um mainly though not necessarily for optical reasons for barrel wear and tear reasons um caliber reasons as well um because down here you're going six five i'm trying to get into something six mil as well and i want to keep that for matches and not burn it out too fast maybe out spotlighting as you guys do down here but, uh, mm. okay because that does lead into my second question uh question which was um are you running hunting projectiles? But if you, yeah, I, I actually am. I'm running the 143 grain ELDX projectiles um, simply because they were available and it works. And, yeah, and it works. Um, and yeah, if someone's in a you know out there shooting PRS and everyone's running the match projectiles, they might be a bit thin on the ground. But hunting projectiles, you know, work just as good and. Occasionally, if you do decide to take it out and you decide, oh, I'm going to sit on a hillside somewhere and try and shoot a, a fallow deer or something a long way off and you've got time to run a parallax and, you know, have someone spot for you and estimate in, or, or range it, then you know you can it's, do the it's just one yeah. ammo type for, the, for, yeah. for all occasions. So, and or you could just drop another scope back on it and, you know, run the same ammo type because you know it's accurate. Mm. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, we have a few other guests we need to get to. So, Dave, we can hit you up for Team Burris. You work for Beretta and uh, also Eagle Park Precision Rifle Club. Yep. Ben, the Long Gun Project. Yes. Some <laughs> awesome videos on YouTube. Thank you very much. And uh, check it out. Get into it. All right. All righty. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you, guys. Hey, uh, I think we need to join, be joined up here by one of the uh, one of the top three shooters in the country at the moment, Matthew Butterfield. Oh, he's gone for a little uh, a soul-searching mission, Dutchie. Soul-searching soul mission. We'll be there for a while. Well, we'll get him in a moment. I've spoken to him. He doesn't really sound like he has a soul. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about his, him or his dad? Oh, no, him. Oh, it's just about Butters. Yeah. Right. I was talking about his I've dad. Never, I've never met his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was really harsh. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. talking about Butters. <laughs> it's not harsh. Oh, that's fine. It's probably one of the nicest things I've ever said about him. Nicest <laughs> thing anyone ever said about him. <laughs> Brilliant. Hey, uh, so you rocked up this afternoon. Uh, I did. What about with a couple of hours to go, a few hours to go? Yeah, caught a few uh, few stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think? How did it look? Um, Hard? I must admit, I did watch Butters on one stage and I yep. thought it was too easy because I reckon he got 10 <laughs> or 9 out yep. of 10. Okay. But then I watched other people... Uh, sorry, other stages and watched other people and yeah, it didn't look so easy. There okay. Was a, there was a lot of quiet spotters. Yeah, okay. And uh, I heard the grumbling saying it was pretty difficult, targets are too small, the wind was blowing every which way. Yeah, I'd say target, yeah, targets like, were small, no, but not too small. No, no challenge. Well, they're still there to be hit. No? Oh, Butters is going to come and join us anyway. His dad, we're trying to get his dad involved and his dad ran off. And uh, I think, uh, come and join us, Butters. Come and uh, jump on in, mate. Jump on in. So, uh, 
You can find Matthew Butterfield on uh, connected to uh, Northern Territory Practical Rifle. He's a match director for many things up there, especially including the PRS matches up there. Uh, I did a travel. Uh, what, what is going on here? Facebook's getting a bonus little show from Butters. Uh, I did a. Uh, I, I went over to the US earlier with him. And, uh, we did a bunch of videos together. They were weird. He's been on this podcast plenty of times. Matthew Butterfield, what's going on tonight? I'm naked. <laughs> I bet, Pure man. and simple. It's a big day. It's It was a very big day. It was nearly 12 hours or so. Yeah, not far off 12 hours of, uh, well, about 11 hours of shooting. About 11 hours of shooting. That's so. enough for one day. That was big. Yeah, solid. Solid. How did you go, mate? Uh, hot, up and down. Up and down. Up and down. down. Okay. Uh, it was tough. It was good. It was a lot, lot of challenges. Yep, yep. And any particular favourite stages from today you can run us through? Or at least choose one, otherwise it will be over real quick. <laughs> Uh, no, no real favourite ones. I saw you shoot well on tripod, bipod. Oh, yeah? Oh, I'll go through that one. I didn't yeah, particularly shoot the greatest, but I'll go through didn't that you? one. Mm. I thought you got like 10 or 9 out of 10. Oh, no. No, no you got oh, two. Mr. Cubble. <laughs> Mr. Cubble. No, we picked up well, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. All right. I see what buttons do. <laughs> <laughs> no buttons. Don't press the buttons. No. Um, you're turning them off now, are you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's learned. He's learned. Learned. It's like when you tell a kid not to touch something, they go and immediately touch Oh, that's it. exactly right. Yeah. You're a child. Anyway, tripod, bipod. Tell us about that stage. All right. So, you're really, like the name implies, you're really only allowed a bipod and a tripod. Yep. Um, what was the target? About 400 metres. Mm-hmm. You got, you got, you showed off your bipod twice. You yep. went to the tripod, which was in a sort of a prone layout, yes. so you could go prone. Uh, two shots. Yep. And pop your gun. You just detach your gun, pop it down, put it up to a uh, like a kneeling height. Mm-hmm. Do two more shots, and then uh, same thing again. Gun out, put it to a standing height, and then. Um, Two more shots, and to finish off, it was two more shots from the prone. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Where, where did you struggle? Uh, With I the was, shooting bit, or yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I was actually I was quite comfortable, but the wind was tricky. It was. Yeah, I started off at about point two to point three. Oh, we're going uh, to take my mosquitoes. Mosquitoes on the microphone. Anyway, um, sorry. Yep. Yeah, so no, so the wind, the, the wind, the wind doubled on me uh, towards the end of the stage, which which is doesn't help. Yeah, no and it, it yep. is hard to pick without while you're on well, yeah. while you're on the line. It is hard to pick. Yeah, I can tell you, tight. Can tell you, tight. Uh, excellent, mate. And any other stages that you thought were good stages? Most of them were yeah, really good, really challenging, which is. Really good to see. It certainly ramped up the difficulty. Do, do I dare ask you what you thought of the? Was it the pegboard stage? Well, no, you don't it, dare ask me because <laughs> did, did that get edited? All you're going to hear stage. is a bunch of beeps. I'm just going to beat that yeah, so. a lot. <laughs> what about another stage that was was a good stage that you enjoyed? Um, be it tough or not. Uh, well, they were pretty tough actually. I liked the what we had as a levels 2.0 where we had various bits of crap hung between yep. two uprights and there was what PVC pipe and there was chain and rope and timber and all that sort of stuff. Yes. That was a good that was something that really haven't done before. Um 
But yeah, plenty of stages. Plenty of stages were great today. Yeah, nice, man. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, for those watching, listening, Trent Daft was the uh, match director for this match and it was his first match putting together. He will, but he wasn't here to, to run it. No. He wasn't willing to face the crowd, really, I think, is, uh, was the challenge. But he will be back uh, tomorrow. Or he'll be here tomorrow. He'll be strung up first thing in the morning. <laughs> Trent, if you're watching, uh, don't get on the flight, mate. <laughs> no, just wear an ascot. Then, then your neck won't get damaged. <laughs> you're you, you're saying, saying things about him being from Sydney. <laughs> oh, he probably already got one on, did not he? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, you're not. Excellent. All right. And how do you think you're? Uh, you, do you know where you are in the in the placings? Where do you think you're sitting? I've no idea. No idea. I've, I've shot do all you right. Feel you some, did, you've done well. Some stages were a bit. Yeah, how are you going. Yeah. Uh, and then did all right on other stages. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I haven't dropped much from silly shit. Yeah. Right. Just uh, the wind. Just the wind. But, but everyone had the wind, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not, we I'm not curry. saying. I'm not. That's how we, we had curry last night. <laughs> well, oh, no, no, I just noticed onions. everyone has been complaining about the blustery wind. Like, it's hard oh, the, to read because it's changing so often. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was just in the middle of the day it decided to start fishtailing. That's when it got difficult. Otherwise, it was it was fairly consistent. Yeah, I certainly think that wind, uh, yeah. as, as the day picked up, made some, some yeah. real, and some challenging stages, super challenging. Oh, it certainly made yeah. them harder, especially shooting those bloody little ducks at the yeah, size oh, yeah. of the palm of your hand at 500 metres. That's And you still managed to put two on it, didn't you? I'm a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, well, that's all right. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. And uh, what's your what, any changes tomorrow? Any game plan? Or just just do the same again? Go to bed, have a kip. Yep. Get up and start again. Start again. Try try get it right tomorrow. Yeah. Good good luck. Try mate. to try. To. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hey, um, I was speaking to you before, and you said that um, um, you said that when we went over to the US and shot a match, that was a bit of a turning point for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shooting that match with uh, the Arizona mob, especially the Milkoviches, that yep. that really was what lit a fire under this year. Yeah, right. Lit a fire under me. Okay. And uh, and, and what have you done since then that's different? Because, I mean, you didn't shoot too many matches last year, but you did okay last year. You've done really well this year. You didn't want to see what the old girl just did then. What did she do to I, you? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Go away. Yeah. All you we have are, to do is put a camera we are out. Being, oh. We are being PG-rated flashed at the yes. moment by your mother. <laughs> no one <laughs> wants to see that, even if it's PG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. Thanks. There's a camera here if you actually wanted to do it to the camera and show the world. No. no they've they've right. bitched out. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Um, well, sorry, we, the question was something along the lines of you're that. Just, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> we were something was something was exciting, and we did that. And uh, and oh, what was I? What did I do? What did you do differently this this year round? What's what's changed? Well, the big thing is I've actually shot about five more matches than last year. Yes, I only shot the one and hosted the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last year wasn't the best year for me to. Sh- to compete, but this year is totally different. I've yep. said to the but outside of actually going to the matches, because that's one thing. Mm. But um, more practice, more d- yeah. focus practice. Well, I suppose more. I've 
when I did go and practice, it was usually after a match or leading up to a match, and I knew what I wanted to work on. Like last time I was at here at Monado, I worked out that after hurting my knee at Mildura, kneeling was not my greatest strong point at all. So I went home, sorted that out, and it's almost my strongest now. Fantastic. And yeah, and leading up to this one, I really worked on some tripod stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, and that's paying off. No, you seeing so. the difference? Yeah, I felt comfortable with the levels with the rear support and yeah. then the, the bipod tripod stage. Yeah. I felt I felt comfortable. It's just a matter of if the wind was being kind or not. <laughs> yep, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Excellent. Mm. Well, Butters, thank you very much for joining us. My uh, pleasure. Where can, where can people find you and what you do? On okay, in well, Darwin. Did you want me to <laughs> <laughs> Team Accuracy International? Oh, yeah. Butters is a member yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, no, Team Accuracy International dash Delta Tactical. Get on yes. there. You'll yeah. see uh, on Facebook, Neil, Jimmy Birch and myself on there. We're and pretty – we can be a bit slack on posting, but we try to. Too busy practising, is it? That's right? I wish. Yeah. No, and no then, we, do, we do try. And then in, uh, Practical Rifle NT? Yeah, Northern Territory Practical Rifle is my home club. Yeah. Um, we quite often put a bunch of, bunch of stuff up for that. And uh, Yeah. Sensational. Yeah. Excellent, mate. Excellent. Well, would you be kind enough to uh, tap One Shot Scott and Heidi on the, the shoulder and we're going to get them on here. And who? You, uh, actually, you get, go One Shot Scott and Simon next to him, plushy. Hit them in the... If you can uh, tap him or hit him in the, wherever you want to well, hit him. That's up to you, mate. That's up to you. You can be his friend. We would like... <laughs> We would like them to come and Mate, join don't us. Start no You're worries. not going to finish it, fellas. Thank you. No worries. Right on. Dutchie, you've you've uh, you've been around Butters a long time. Did you, did you see him today? And do you think he's gotten better? I thought no, he did really well shooting, on that. Yeah, shooting, I thought he not. did really well on the uh, bipod tripod stage. But yeah. he's saying he missed a few. Yeah, well, that's all right. He's, everyone missed a few on that. That was a tiny target. It was a tiny target. At four hundred, hanging on a stick. Yeah, it was a 233mm target, yep. which, is, which is about two minutes, but it was uh, small. It was small, so in given the conditions. So uh, so Scott and Simon are pretending to try and ditch us, but that ain't that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. So uh, I think they need to come up here and uh, grow up here and join us. Join us. So, uh, yeah, they're still turned off, Butters. <laughs> Butters has circled back around. He's trying to press buttons on the... Uh, on the board, and uh, it's turned down. So, here's one shot, Scott. Here's Nick. Nick's gonna Nick's gonna join us. Oh dear. Uh oh. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen. Okay, Nick uh, from Ignition Custom Engineering. Check those headphones on, and you are live, mate. What's going Thank on? Thank you very much. Oh, not a huge amount. I'm just recovering from partial sunburn and wearing a um, wonderful FUD hat all day. <laughs> hey, you were hilarious. wearing an excellent hat today. It was. I, I'm rather impressed by it. It, it didn't cover my neck, but I, I, I felt very regal wearing it. So you're redneck now? Yeah, pretty much. Fantastic. What do you mean Down now? the end there, one sure. yeah, shot. Yeah, redneck before. It's just yeah, yeah correct. Down the end there, one shot Scott. Hello, world. One shot Scott here. Welcome to my bedroom. You didn't know. I had no idea to fit so many people in my house, could you? Um, this is the one shot Scott hour. Of frivolousness and madness. What's the pile of socks in the corner for? Why are they standing up by themselves? <laughs> Do not look at them directly <laughs> at any time. Okay. If I whistle at them, will they come? 
Um, like, Scotty, help me. <laughs> All right, let's get this back on track. Let's get this back on track. Scott, uh, one shot, Scott. I would like to ask you a question. Yes, Is mate. that your phone playing music? Um, no, anymore. Anyway, not anymore. Um, yes. That's better. Thank you. I thought it was annoying you. That's why I did it. Now, how did you get your name of One Shot Scott? No, no, it's a family show. That's okay. <laughs> okay, well, let's go with the, right the other reason. Do you want to go from the very beginning? Let's go from the very beginning. The very beginning. Okay. Um, I'm a late shooter, only six, seven Is that your, your phone play music again? Oh, isn't it great? Uh, no, because no, uh, we don't have a license for that music. <laughs> no, that's my music I used to make. Anyway, hang on. Done. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Amateurs. Absolutely. It's hard to get good I've been shooting six or seven years, you know, that kind of stuff, local yep. range, 100 metres. Um, always been interested in something more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I need exercise, so I thought, where do I go for that? Yep. Heard about this underground movement of precision rifle shooting. Oh, down several years Trent, ago. Trent Daft has just joined us on uh, underground on I Facebook. So Hello, Trent. Anyway, sorry, back to you, one shot, Scott. Yeah, no worries. Anyway, a mate of mine locally, he was into the a bit, of, a little bit of the scene when you guys mm-hmm. were first starting off. Uh, Hi, Butch. How you going, mate? G'day, Butch. He taught me how to shoot, basically. Got me involved in all of this a little bit in 22s and centre fire at 100 metres. That's all we had up in Balaclava. Yeah. High Balaclava. Yeah, whatever. And anyway, um, I finally thought, well, let's do something about it. And the closest thing I could find was F class. I thought, oh, this is a very secretive, inclu- yeah, inclusive club. I think this this long-range shooting, practical shooting was at the time. Well, back, back then, it had yeah. to be an invite only. It was, it was Absolutely. very like How did I get an invite then? Oh, you just rocked up. That we just get defies rid of logic. I don't think you actually were invited, technically. You just rock up one day and go, I've got beers, everyone. And we're like, okay, come on in. Hello. Yeah, well, that's, that's how sounds, you make friends. Rock sounds legit. <laughs> sounds legit. Yep. Sorry. Anyway, you were no, S-classing. No, please. And enjoying don't, yourself. Don't let me interrupt you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's your show. You do what you want. It oh, is. Absolutely. Yeah, it is, actually. It's yes, his uh, bedroom. bedroom show, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys I'm are scared. wearing shirts. This is nice. <laughs> we'll go from there. Yeah, anyway, blah, blah, blah. F-class for a couple of times. Learn how to. I thought I learned how to. Shoot. shoot with wind, uh, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, I kept falling asleep between shots. Nothing against <laughs> F-class shooters. You were just really tired. You were just really tired. Yeah, really tired. That's right. That's I understand. Right. Yeah. And anyway, I saw this somewhere on t- on, on, on internet somewhere, oh, yeah. an ad for this yep. PRS shoot, which is, um, it was happened to be the meltdown. The Monado meltdown. The Monado meltdown. I thought, yeah, I'll give that a go. Yep. This is what I'm, this is what. If I don't do it now, I'm old now. Like, you know, if yeah. I don't do it now, I'm you are old. You don't look yeah. a dad, 55. <laughs> I love you, I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did You're that. welcome. I, I didn't know Rusty. I saw he was a guy in charge. I thought, okay, get in contact with him, see what he says. He said, uh, basically, I think this, this story's been sort of, you know, touched on before. Um, I didn't have a, a rifle that was really for it. I didn't care. Um, and he said, yeah, come on, give it a go. I did it. Turned up, not really knowing what to expect at all. Uh, single shot rifle. Um, had an absolute ball. I was hooked. It's not only the sport, which is fantastic, it's the people involved. I, it's very hard to find a bunch of, large bunch of people from diverse backgrounds that all have this one common interest that all get along so well and want to help each other and new shooters. 
Thanks for letting me be here. How, how much gear were you offered on that first event? <laughs> like, I think you were offered literally everything, including a rifle. And you know why? Because half my gear either broke or fell off my rifle. So my, I it. my favorite moment of uh, my favorite one shot Scott moment was when you were on the line, you were shooting, and something happened, and you've grabbed your bolt out, you've run off with your bolt, you've gone to your bag, you've grabbed another bolt, and you've run in one motion. You've you've hit the rifle with the bolt going straight into the chamber, closing it up, and then boom, another shot. Another F magic F moment for one shot, Scott. Well, F class skills. F class I, was, skills. I was talking to some of the people here earlier on. They asked me, how'd you get the name one shot, Scott? I've relayed the story. And I said, yeah, look, Rusty knows about one part of it, but the next day he, he probably heard, didn't hear about this. Oh, here we go. Here yeah, we go. Okay. I'll get the sensor button ready. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's all nice. It's all nice. It's no, we don't want to hear it then. <laughs> it's a family it's bedroom show. I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> oh, hang on. Just a word from Butters. There we go. <laughs> I've got so, a playing card I'm going to put on eBay too. Um, <laughs> tell, us tell us about this second part of the story. I want yes, to hear okay. this. Thank you. Uh, it's not really exciting, but I, I like it. Um, had a spare bolt with me anyway, the first first time. The second day, I thought, okay, I'll keep it in my pocket this time because my first bolt, I made a tactical knob for it. Loved it, make it so much easier because anyone's shot no marks. So you're keeping your knob in your pocket? a single shot, 100 rounds a day. Who doesn't, Nick? Who doesn't? <laughs> Anyway, back to you. There really those people yeah. who don't keep them in their pocket get in trouble. <laughs> Second day. <laughs> this is my bedroom. Get to respect people. Get to respect. <laughs> Carry on. Thank you. I am. And anyway, basically, yep, same problem. The bolt was, I know what the problem was, I'll fix it later on, but the bolt kept jamming. Sick of it. Um, pulled the bolt out, chucked it over my right shoulder, lunged from the pocket, shot the new bolt in and kept on going. And the RO after the stage said, what happened, Scott? I said, mate, you know, another bolt problem. He said, I don't know. I was looking up and suddenly this bolt crossed, crossed in front of my eyes at 100 mile an hour. I thought, oh, my God, is the rest of the rifle coming with it or part of the shooter? What is going on? <laughs> I did hear that one. I did, did hear that yeah, one. Yeah, cool. So let's talk uh, PRS finale today. Nick, you're a competitor or you were here shooting. <laughs> I'm an attendee. At, attendee. And uh, Scott, you were running stages or you spotting on stages. I was spotting today. Loved it. Tell us a couple of the stages. What was your favourite stage that you were involved with today, Scott? Trent, we're going to have an argument very shortly. You're not going to enjoy it, I can tell you right now. <laughs> no one enjoys talking to you, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I do, Nick. You keep talking, mate. I'm on your side. And your side and your side. All right, a couple of mute buttons to go on here. Dutchie, you've been, been doing all right, mate. We're just, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Come, come we're still here. <laughs> All right, you guys come back now. You've had your time out. Stop it, I'm being impressed. What was your favourite? What was your favourite? Uh, uh, you've gone to a, you've gone to Monty Python. Code words. This has gone down. Codpiece. Cod Codpiece. That's all I've got to say. About Let's. Uh, what was your favourite stage that you were involved with today? It would be probably a toss-up between uh, the chicken shoot, mm -hmm. uh, 500 metres. It's all I'm playing about that. Yep. And the other one would be the peg board stage. Oh, <laughs> really? That was interesting. That's I the argument. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the chicken stage. Uh, do you want to give us a little run, rundown, recap on that one there? Basically different stages. There were very small. Um, About 170 mil wide. Half but, size. But metallic sort of chickens. On yeah, chicken-ish. Yes. Chicken different yeah. ranges. I think it was a 200 to 500 metres, something like that. Yep. Staggered along. Yes. Um, not many people got the 500 metre one. Probably five people all day, I think, got it. Yes. Um, I mean, Rusty said he wanted a, a good finale with a, with a bit of ch a challenge for people that, that, that were up for it. A good chook. 
good chook, couple of good chooks. Yeah. Only, only five or six people cooked that chook. It went a long way. Uh, that was really fun to see because there was a lot of, I don't know whether it was just a funny wind or people were under pressure for the finale or what was going on. And the fact that there's a tiny target at 500 metres was probably more of the factor. That's probably all of the factor. But there was another aspect to that stage because we need to cover all aspects. All aspects. <laughs> Righto, Scott. Um, Another in joke. Was the and not what you're thinking. <laughs> not not in with you. <laughs> anyway, um, the other the other factor, should I say, to that stage, was that it was it was timed per target. So you had 20 seconds to start your first engagement, and then te- 10 seconds to for your next engagement, 10 for your next one, 15 for that, and 15 for that. So it, you'd be lining up on a shot, and a beep would go, and you have to move to the next one. Nick, how did you find that? <laughs> There was not a lot of dust impacting. Um, I gave you one today. He gave me one today. Did he only had one that he gave me? Um, <laughs> More it was, than you deserve, man. It was interesting. Here so, is my last dust impact. Take it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, is, this is all you deserve. Take it and carry on. Um, so the chicken run. So it's to simulate a chicken running away from us. It started at 500 metres, then 300, uh, across the berm at 300, 400, then 500. So I've gone down, first shot, drilled this chicken at 200 metres. like, yes, no worries. Pulled the bolt back. Cycle the ball and click. And I got a lovely hang fire because I didn't actually put my magazine in properly. So I fed the first round off. And as soon as I fed that, the magazine dropped out. When it went to feed it again, I'm like, oh. So meanwhile, I had to start transitioning while I'm on a 30 second delay because uh, of hang fire rule. And then it was like 10 seconds for each sort of position. And I'm looking at, I can't remember who the RO was, maybe Seb or someone. Oh, Ben, sorry. And I'm sort of sitting there going, oh, like 30 second hang for it. He's counting it down. I'm like, which, which one am I up to now? Because the, the, the time has gone beep a couple of times. And he's like, oh, I don't really know. He's like, try 400. Then Scott, the background is like, just go 500. <laughs> and I've gone the 500 and I've barely nudged this thing on the right-hand side. I've scraped the side of it. I'm like, nah, nah, you didn't award it. I'm like, okay, too, too bad. So I ended up getting a one on that chicken because I basically hung fire my way through the stage. <laughs> so so it was that beautiful. Was, that, was, that, was, uh, that was rather that was interesting. Rough. That was it rough. It was Oh, good. It was very bad for that shot, though. It, yeah, it was. It was. Well. But I, I got my first shot straight up, though, so I was really happy with that. Mm. <laughs> Other well, than that, was fine. Yeah. So, Nick, what there's was a, your? There's if, a positive there. If yeah. No pressure with the family watching either. No, if no, the not. pegboard was your least favorite stage, yep. what was your favorite stage? Um, I'm gonna say probably. Sl- uh, actually, there was quite a few good stages, but I'll say slopes. Um, uh, slippery. I think it was called slippery slopes. Um, see, but so we had to shoot. Uh, there was a roof pitch pointing forwards. We had to shoot two shots. There was a staircase uh, facing to the left. And on the other side of that, there was a roof pitch leaning, oh, sorry, stairs to the right. There was a roof pitch leaning to the left that you basically had to shoot left-handed. Then there was um, a very slow incline from sort of feet up, but you had to shoot with your feet in front of your hips. Um, okay. And it was, it was an interesting situation. So I ended up going eight from 10 out of that. And I, had 16 seconds left and they're like you should have slowed down on that one I'm like, i thought i was running out of time they're like no no you you kind of smashed it I'm like oh i thought i was supposed to speed up a bit i thought so that was entertaining because not many people actually did that well on that stage so that was my highlight yeah that was um, an interesting stage because a few guys cleaned it um, there were yeah and then and then not you know lots i think of there was three who cleaned it. i could be wrong sounds right yeah but yeah, but yeah um so but some people i expect to do really well on um didn't mm-hmm. do as well as i expected so okay. i'm like oh I made some ground on them, and then we had the pegboard, which was horrifying. <laughs> so that was that the, was, pend- the pending complaint. That was yes. my favorite stage. There was a um, yeah, 
Um, another good stage I had, um, which was a sort of not a good stage, was the Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> another good stage I had that wasn't a good stage. Um, we had a good to, stage. It just didn't do well. <laughs> okay. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I could have done better, but um, I've That's never… That's why you need an interpreter. It was an interesting stage I've never shot before just because talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not even like shut up, mate. <laughs> Talk over the top of you. Talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. Um, not for long. Anyway, we'll carry wow, on. Wow, it's, it's quiet. Yeah, it's gone quiet, real quiet. Quickest real quick. Yeah. Three, two, one. Welcome back. I was going to say shooting off the mattress. I've never shot off He's the mattress going. before. No. I love mute buttons. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Good. Sorry, sorry, Nick. Carry on, carry on. Sorry, mate. No, it's just you. Forget about it. I'm over it now. <laughs> oh, come on, Nick. Tell me. I want to hear it. The ladder and mattress stage. Yep. Stairway to heaven. Yeah. Tell us. It, it was mainly shooting off a mattress because I've never really shot off a, a mattress floating platform. Did you shoot off the mattress? I got to the mattress. Oh, yes. well done. Because you had to hit the 500 meter target and with the last I did shot. Hit it too. Well done. And so, so, what was it like shooting off a mattress? Because I don't think I've ever shot off a mattress. It was uh, the hardest part was actually the, the steel cinder block sort of brick that I actually knelt on first. <laughs> that was that was interesting. I think we actually got that on a video too. As I sort of went down, it was not in the right position for me. It landed fair and square, and the like. I went through the cinder block. The part of me went central to the cinder block hole. It did. You're so strong. <laughs> We're gonna have to cancel that cinder block now. <laughs> <laughs> Once I reevaluated my position, it was a lot easier. But no, I actually got the first shot straight up. Yeah, um, off the um, thing, and then so I'm, oh, okay, time because the buzzer went. But if you got to it, you actually got a 30 second bonus, which is also quite an interesting point we've never had. So if you got to that, you got a bonus 30 seconds to complete it. But I magazine out and unloaded and, and bolt back. I'm like, keep going, you've got 30 seconds. Oh, whoops! <laughs> and I go back in again. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I proceeded to miss. So, Good. but anyway, Good. but no, having having that was interesting. But off the mattress was was definitely an interesting experience. It's hard to explain, but um. Like the, the rifle would not cant properly. It was just continually rolling left and yeah, right. It was okay. very hard to keep stable. Can understand that. But yeah. forwards and backwards is fine, but left and right sucked. <laughs> Rusty, what is your favourite stage today? Yeah, what did you like to oh, That's a really good question. My mind's just melting. Oh, sorry, so, I'll uh, take it back. I'm not, sure, uh, I'm not sure what it was. Um, let me just think, think through from, uh, from right to left. I like the fundamentalist. Okay. So this was a stage where you had, you had four positions. So two kneeling, two sort of standing-ish. Um, and you were about a, a metre behind the, uh, the, the barricade and you had 10 seconds to complete two shots from the barricade uh, on a target that was at 300 metres, 385 it was that one. And there was a larger target which was a 50% IPSC and there was a smaller target, 175 mil target. And no, I didn't shoot it so I, you know, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it but I like, I like that style of stage and... Uh, I know that someone cleaned it, but they used the, the, the larger target, which Correct, was worth yeah. one point. Who, who was that? Uh, no, I don't know I'm who it sure. was. And then uh, the, the smaller target was worth one and a half. And I think a few guys went for the one and a half. I know a few guys went and I and don't they think many people connected. I know a few people did, but not well. many. Yeah, so um, that, was a, that was a really interesting one because there was concerns about the time frame and all that, whether it was possible and stuff the day before. And, it, well, people people connected with the large target, but that's a, you yeah. know, that's a – problem-solving decision to make whether you go for bigger or smaller or whatever it is. So I know Dave Taylor did very well on time. He, yeah. he was like 8.7 seconds on one of his I, runs. It was I, really impressive. I saw some guys who were well under time. But what was really encouraging, particularly from some of the, the shooters further down the pack, was they'd start the first one and they might get the first round off or they might miss the first round. And the second one, they get the, the second round off a bit more comfortably, maybe, maybe hit it. 
And then the third one, they might even get to that second bolt close. And then a fourth one, they'd actually get both shots off. Getting the rhythm. And just, yeah, finding that rhythm and seeing improvement in, in a 60-second stage. I got all eight shots off comfortably. I only got five, though. Yeah, okay. Um, Five's still pretty I'm, good. I'm pretty happy yeah. with it. Um, the first two, um, I wasn't aiming at the right target. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, That'll I, do once it. I, got, I got on target... And the last shot, it actually kicked the spotter's uh, Ben's uh, spotting scope. Oh, he did too. That's I right. did. I kicked I it, that. and I'm like, uh, we actually got a video of it. I've stopped and pulled back, and I looked over the scope, and I'm like, what? What happened? What moved? I thought the barricade or something moved. No, I just kicked the spotter scope. So I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, so very you, good. yeah, my error, my fault. That's right. Excellent. Well, anything else you want to say, gentlemen? That's irrelevant to the podcast. No, there's plenty you want to say anyway. Oh, we've got a question from the crowd. No, he's, he's gone quiet. We have yeah. a crowd. It's quite a large crowd, actually. I noticed that there's quite a line out um, yeah, through is. the front door of the house down the street around the corner. I think we've got... I mean, listen to it. Did we have it's like... Great. We had between two and two and a half thousand spectators today. Is that how many people came this through? This stadium is massive. It was huge. <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, sure. sure what Why not? Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it was an interesting day. Um, a lot of low-scoring stages. Yes. Um, yep. Which was interesting to, to really break it up. We, we do have a question from the crowd. Go. Uh, do you have any advice for young Oh, we, we don't we, listen. No, um, uh, anyone. This is coming from to? a 12-year-old son who's now legally, he just turned 12, he's now legally ah. able to shoot. He's just turned 12. But he might have friends that are interested as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He might have a half-decent dad too, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Nick Sung has asked, uh, have you got any advice for young shooters? I'll, I'll, I'll throw an answer together. It won't be a good one, but I'll throw an answer together. Um, How much is it going to cost me? <laughs> 20, 22s. Rim fires are s- sensational. Really good to do that. Um, you know, you might want to go, oh, I want to make a bigger noise and do all that sort of thing. But a rim fire can put a lot of round sound range, learn heaps, and do really well in competitions. And it's a great place it's to start. It's not intimidating to start either. No. You will learn some good habits that you can do on a 22. And they will translate across to centerfire when you get to that point. Uh, and and there's, yeah, there's certainly lots of good 22 comps, that sort of thing. So, and, and I would, whether you're 12 or 50, starting with a 22, Scott. <laughs> oh, uh, everyone starting, looks at me. Start, <laughs> starting with a, well, you're, you act like 12 and you're Don't look 50. at that, 55, Scott. They don't make me like 62. <laughs> sure. Uh, and so you, uh, with you, whatever age you are, it's a really good starting point. It's probably the best starting point. And even if you are a good shooter, it's a, it's a, not a bad place to go. Um, I, I still well. love shooting my 22. Oh, yeah. It's so fun to shoot. Absolutely. Dutchie, what cheap. about you, mate? Any any advice for the uh, the youngins? No, I agree with what's been said. Start oh. on a 22, learn um, all of the skills you'll use when you step up to larger, like, centerfire rifles. Um, but, yeah, just get out there and practice and don't listen to your dad. <laughs> I can't say that for everyone. That's your. Oh, good. No, actually, listen to your daddy. He knows what he's doing. So. Yeah. Um, was this recorded? Is this recorded? <laughs> yeah. Is this live? We're doing it live. Do it live. Uh, it is excellent. recorded. Yeah, we pressed record this time. It's good. Oh, okay. For once. Yeah. For once. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us. All the best tomorrow. And, uh, thank you very much. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Dutchie, uh, you're, uh, you've got the mic, mate. We're, we're going to wrap up in a moment. We have. Some, we're not going to give out the scores. We were going to announce the top 10 and top three of open production so far. You need to entertain the crowd for 30 seconds while I grab the iPad. 30 seconds. All right, what can I do? Um, Jungle. 
Doesn't work. No, no, because the camera's pointing towards me. Sorry, I'm just having a conversation with some people in the audience that don't understand the concept of a camera pointing at us. Can't see them. They're entertaining, though. They're pretty good. I can see Yoshi there. Yeah, that's a Super Mario character, isn't it? Right. See the, yeah. Yeah. I can't hear you. I've got headphones on. Yeah, anyway. So, the results from today. The results from today. What are, you did well there, Dutch. <laughs> tough crowd, man. Tough crowd. It is a tough crowd. <laughs> Uh, so in uh, in tenth, um, we've actually got three people in tenth currently equal scores, but different times. But let's let's go with the scores as it is at the moment because it doesn't matter a lot. Well, hang on. If there's three on ten, damn, I was going to say is that ten tenth? <laughs> in ten tenth place, <laughs> we have three people in ten tenth. Um, that is uh, Annie McNeil. Charlie Webster and Scotty Patel, all doing all right. In ninth, we've got Simon Plush, local here. Probably knows the wind. That's probably why. Probably uh, started in, the wind. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. In eighth, Gareth Bosse. In seventh, oh, Gareth is hailing from NT. In seventh, Glenn Ryan uh, from Mildura. In sixth, Aaron Thompson. Which I think is rigged because he's using Trent's gun. Trent made the match, so obviously the gun is geared yeah. There's up for the something. Match. There's something up there. In that fifth, sounds like a conflict of interest to me. In fifth spot currently, Jared Trigger, who is uh, the match director from the Biggerton match. In fourth position, Ashley Porner, uh, who's uh, off to the US shortly. We're going to. I saw him. him today, and I said, "Oh, how'd you go in the US?" And he said he hasn't gone yet. Yeah, no, he hasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I found that out today. Good. There you go. Good. Well, I'm glad you could Fact. share that news. Fact. <laughs> Uh, that will be. And you know what someone said that you saying go Ash go, go George George go Luke Luke was yep. a complete waste of time an it was. epic waste of time yeah it was yeah but that's the whole point but that's yeah that's yeah. exactly the reason <laughs> mission accomplished yeah yeah but everyone knows their names now that yeah. was that I, was the mission I, I suggested as I did on the podcast they should uh, the three of them should get together and do a ten thousand returns cheers mate yeah. cheers mate cheers mate cheers mate cheers mate cheers mate cheers mate, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> going to be a good fight. Uh, um, so leave top three for open for a moment. Uh, we'll go down to top three for uh, production. In third, currently, Andy Little, our podcast mate. The wedding singer. The wedding singer. <laughs> Let's put some clarity around it. Andy did have to leave to go and three sing stages at a wedding. early to go and sing at a wedding. We should get him to sing on the podcast one night. That's a great should, idea. Hashtag Andy should sing. Um, get that get that going. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> get that. What's going. that guy that did the wedding singer movie? Uh, Adam Sandler. Andy Sandler. That's what we should a- call Adam. him. Adam. No, Sandler. but we've got Andy. Andy, Sa- Andy oh, Sandler now. should I'm, sing. Andy Sandler should sing. I don't, I've never seen that movie. I just I didn't even know Andy. In <laughs> second, <laughs> Reese Schultz, which will leave in first place. David Taylor. That says Ryan Schultz. It does, but it's incorrect in the system. So anyway. Damn system. <laughs> uh, anyway, so these are the results at the moment. Now let's move back up to open and we'll go up to the top three. These probably will make it actually into the podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, this is not the results. <laughs> Editing's not our forte. <laughs> let's just clarify. These are not the results of the match. This is halfway Mid- through. Midway. Midway. In third position from Team Accuracy International, James Birch. In second position currently... Pending tomorrow, 
uh, from Team Accuracy International, who was joining us on the show earlier, Matthew Butterfield. And in first position, well, if you haven't guessed it already, from Team Delta Tactical, Lucas McKinney. Now, uh, one of our representatives off to the US next week as well for the US finale. So, guys, that's top 10 of, uh, of Open, uh, top 10 teams. And ten teams, yeah. Well, we have three in 10 teams. That's right. And top three in production. And, yeah, but that will all change because there is basically the same amount of points on offer today are on offer tomorrow. So this could go anywhere. Down to the wire. Down to the wire. So looking forward to it. Should be very good. It was a hard match. Trent did write a good one. Challenging, super challenging. It, it seems to be that a lot of people are saying the wind is what is making it and the wind difficult is, is because it is switching yeah. left to right and then fish tailing. Absolutely. We've, we used to, you know, down the place we used to shoot at, and at Kai Kai, you had that constantly, absolutely constantly. So we, uh, we were very familiar with that uh, and not good at it. Just, no. We were familiar with it. Yeah, we, we know how frustrating it is <laughs> to shoot and win that's not playing the game. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. And so tomorrow you'll be uh, joining in, running, helping run stages? Yes. That sounds sensational. We will have to uh, snap a photo of that. I think which so. Is, which is one step closer to actually shooting a match. It, it is. Can't wait. It is. Are you going to shoot December? In rimfire with me? Uh, I, I would aim to. All right. That's what you do at a, at a match is you aim. I would aim to be there. Oh, I don't, good. You know, I can't make commitments <laughs> in December. All right. It's a long way away. It is. It's, it's like way. four weeks away. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. All right. Anyway, wonderful. Guys, uh, thanks for joining us on Facebook. Thanks for joining us in the room. And everyone, nearly everyone's gone off to bed, which is Soft. Not, not uncommon. I'm going to get the air horn out and ruin their night's sleep. Oh, they all wake up. They all wake up. All right. I should just start the bike and do ringies around. (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing that? Who do you You think, mate? (laughs) Oh, good, guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, This was fun. We'll do it again. Check out the Precision Rifle Series Facebook page for more live video tomorrow of the stages and uh, all sorts of things. Oh, we're getting angry, angry faces, smiles and laughters and we're getting all sorts of stuff. What's going on here? It's all happening. Oh, have we got some comments that we've been ignoring? Anyway. Um, who's shooting better, Victoria or SA? SA, of course. Duh. Of course. Uh, how'd you go today, Nick? He was he was here. Um, Kenny said the coverage is so good. Wish I was there. Well, if the coverage is so good, you wouldn't wish you were here. Because it's so good, you'd feel happy at home. Sometimes things are better on TV. Yeah, that's right. That's right. G'day, Andrew Lawn. G'day. G'day. Um, we are out of control, Leroy said. Fair. Fair. Uh, Greg said we're covering all aspects. <sighs> Yes, we try to. <laughs> uh, all right, Travis said good luck tomorrow. Um, well, we don't need it. We're not no, shooting. <laughs> what do you expect from us? Fantastic, guys. Uh, that's it. That's the PRS Live episode. Thanks very much for joining us. Should be called Yeet. 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 Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics.